She's a small wonder. I'd like you both to meet Vicky. A child unlike other girls. And that's a real kid, right? No, no, it's a robot. Made of plastic. Microchips here and there. You're my voice input child identical. V I C I I pronounce it Vicky. Hey everybody, Angela Bowen here, the host of She's a Small Wonder, a Small Wonder podcast. How have you guys been doing? You hanging in there? I'm doing my best. I just thought, you know what? It's April. It's time for a Small Wonder episode. If you guys are regular listeners, you do know that Small Wonder is currently, right now, it's a once a month podcast. So... Of course, today the episode I'm focusing on is Season 1, Episode 16, entitled Love Story. Not the movie. I've never seen Love Story, the movie, but... Alright, well this aired on January 18th, 1986. So we're in 1986 at this point. To charm Prissy and picky Jessica, Jamie throws an expensive party for her, ignoring a surprising school... Tomboy. Oh, Wow, this one's got an 8.0 out of 10? Wow, have... I'm trying to think. Have any of the others been rated that high? Let's see. Oh, the camping trip that I just did in March was rated 8.1. Uh, 7.7, 8.0 for Brainwashed, 8.1 for Child Genius, 8.0 for The Adoption. And it looks like... Wow. Even the pilot did not get an 8.0, guys. It got a 7.6. All right. So, who's who do we got here who's playing this girl? Jessica. I remember... Was it this episode? That Yeah, the girl's a bitch. I'm sure. Don't get offended because I called a young girl a bitch. But her character's a bitch, not the actress. I've never met her. How's it? Lee... Like Leanne, like L I H A N N. Leanne, I'm just going to call her Leanne, Leanne Jones. So she's been in Married with Children, Kids Incorporated, The New Leave It to Beaver. Um, and that looks to be pretty much the length of her filmography. I bet she played a love. Her name was April, May, June. That's weird. I bet she was like a love interest for Bud on Leave It to Beaver. Um, oh, she's in five episodes of Small Wonder. Oh my gosh. So we see her, we're introduced to her in season one. We see her again in season two. Money, money, money. I can only imagine what that's about. Is he still dating her? And she's in three episodes of season three. Who done it? It's okay to say no. And the fats of life. Oh, God. Some of those (laughs) titles are just, you can definitely, in today's PC world, find some of those offensive. If you're that type. Uh, Leslie H. Martinson was the director. We got Howard Myers, and Howard Leads the Creator. The episode was written by. Of course, as always, there is no trivia. There's no goofs either, so... I can just, I mean, before even starting this episode, Jamie, one word. Well, no, more than one word. You can do better. You deserve better. 
Don't settle for a girl that's going to treat you like shit just because she's got a pretty face. And that's not just a Jamie. Guys, don't settle for someone because you're more attracted to them than you are attracted to their personality. Like, if they're going to treat you like shit but they look good on your arm, do yourself a favor and respect yourself. Because if you're doing this, what Jamie's doing, you clearly don't respect yourself. You know you deserve better than that. Everyone deserves someone who is going to treat them like the prince or princess, king or queen that they are. And I don't mean groveling. I don't mean worshipping at someone's feet. I just mean that person, if they really care about you, is going to treat you with the love and respect that you deserve. And you, in turn, will do the same. Of course, to all you small wonder newbies, if you're listening to the podcast for the first time, you want to know, where can I find the podcast on social media? Well, Facebook, it has its own page. She's a small wonder, a small wonder podcast. Also, Instagram, it shares space with the LBOM Wonder Years podcast Instagram, which also shares pages with Mr. Belvedere, which I would like to jump back into that occasionally. I covered a lot of episodes between season one and season four. So there are some, like, from season two, maybe some from season three that I kind of, like, didn't do. But I gotta... Guys, I gotta find out where my Mr. Belvedere DVDs are, because I I got some stuff. Remember how I said we were, like, packing to eventually move? Well, of course, that's on hold. And, of course, I got my TV shows on DVD, but I'm missing quite a few. Like, where are the rest of them? They're somewhere. I just gotta dig. But I definitely want to do some Mr. Belvedere. I miss the Owens family, guys. I miss my Wesley. I miss my Mr. Belvedere. So if you guys enjoyed this podcast, if you want to show support to the show, go to Apple Podcasts, go to Looking Back on My Wonder Years, or just type in Wonder Years. It's going to pop up. Leave a five-star review. You can use emojis for whichever show I cover that you enjoy. I'd love to try to guess what it is. Describe an episode. Describe describe a character. Yeah. So without further ado, let's jump into Love Story. You know what I just thought? Jamie, of course, his object of affection is Jessica, right? I wonder how Harriet's going to take this news. Because you know she worships at the shrine of Jamie Larson. Or Lawson, excuse me. She's probably going to get in Jessica's face like, Bitch, that's my man! Oh, this is interesting. So it doesn't open up in the kitchen, doesn't open up in the living room or Jamie's bedroom. It opens up in the schoolyard. This is new. We've... I don't think we've ever seen Jamie at school yet. We've heard about him, like, coming home from school, but we've never seen him in school. Oh, and Reggie's back! Awesome! I love Reggie. He's awesome. Oh, shit! Jamie's already in the relationship with a girl? So, apparently Jamie's already in the relationship with Jessica, and he gave her a bag of tomatoes. They were rotten tomatoes. Clearly, she was not happy and probably chucked him, like, dropped him on his head or whatever. And, of course, Reggie's like, dude, you need to take a bath because you fucking stink of tomato juice. Anyone that even gets anywhere near you is going to assume you got sprayed by a skunk. Jamie, 
Jamie, Jamie. So he wants Jessica to accept his apology. And Reggie's like, dude, if you're going to apologize, fine, but don't go groveling to her. And Jamie's like, well, why not? I'm good at groveling. Dude, man, what? Have some self-respect, James. Seriously. Oh, he's wearing one of those Izzod shirts, like, with the alligator on it. That's an Izzod shirt. What about the one that's got, like, the polo player on the front? Is that also an Izzod shirt? I I think my dad actually had one of those shirts. I think it was the one with the polo player, or it might have been the one with that crocodile or alligator or whatever it was. I can never tell the difference between the two. Oh my god! Reg, of course he's got three girlfriends! Look at that boy! He's awesome! He's cool, he's got swagger. All the girls want to be up on Reggie. Because he's awesome. Jamie, you need to take a lesson out of Reggie's playbook. Because he is the party master. So I'm guessing... He's probably going to say, hey, why don't you like have a party and invite Jessica and kind of woo her? Something to that effect. What's the, isn't there a saying, like, if you ignore, like, okay, Jamie, have the party, and invite her, of course, but, um, ignore her the whole time, like, talk to other girls, kind of make her, I know that's, like, you know, playing games and stuff, he's, like, 11 years old, so it's not that big of a deal, but that way, you can get her coming to you, I think that might, I would like to see that. We haven't even met Jessica yet, but I remember this girl from when I watched the reruns of, like I said, she's in like a handful of episodes, like one this season and then next season and then season three, which once I get done with season two, we're going to have to see how season three and four go, guys, because what I found, the quality is utter dog shit. It's really not good. So, but we'll worry about that. We'll cross that bridge when we get there. We still got... Basically, I'm going to be starting season two in January because the rest of... There are like 26 episodes of season one of Small Wonder. There's a lot of them. So that's going to take me the rest of the year. And then I'll... Makes sense. Start the season two in in January, right? But anyway, okay. Let's hear the boys talking about this. And you'll agree. I mean, does Jamie sound like a sad sack to you? I mean, the fact that he's willing to grovel to this girl to take him back because he messed up with these rotten tomatoes. Oh my god. Guys! I totally bypassed this. I didn't even see it. Why? How did I skip over this? There's this whole scene of Jamie with the tomato. How far did I go? jump ahead? Hold on. Now we- Okay, we do get to meet- Jessica with the tomato. How the heck? Um, I gotta say, I think I I I just went through the intro. Oh my god, I barely skipped the whole episode. Okay, I gotta go back to the menu and start it over again because I don't want. Like I said, I don't like to be surprised. I mean, I like to be surprised when I'm watching the episodes. That's why my reactions are original because I don't haven't I don't watch the episode ahead of time. I thought it was weird. Like, oh. He's already in the relationship with a girl. Okay, hold on, hold on. Let's get back to where we need to be. So you guys all get to hear about my blunder. Okay, so I was right about the whole episode starting during, like, in the setting of the the kids getting out of school. Okay, so that at least I was right about that. Oh my gosh, I mean, 
it jumps so far ahead into the episode. I'm like rewinding. Like, anyway, all right. Look at Jamie all dressing all cutie pie, sweater vest, button up shirt. He's looking. He's looking like a cutie pie. You can't tell me that Jamie and Harriet are in the same grade. Are you bullshitting me? She's at least a year or so behind him. I mean, they just came out of the same door, but not out of the same classroom. I think she's at least a couple years younger than him. Oh, Harriet, of course, like, Hi, Jamie, you want to walk me home? And he's like, No, Harriet, get the fuck out of here. I'm waiting for somebody. Somebody important that I actually want to see. Okay, so we do get it. He's a sixth grader and Harriet's a fourth grader, so they are two years age difference. I thought they were at least a couple years apart in age. Well, I guess Harriet's got a thing for the older men. Can't blame her. Remember when Water for Elephants came out in 2011? I saw that movie ten times in the theater. And it wasn't so much for um, Robert Pattinson. It was for Christoph Waltz. Yeah. Of course, Jamie's like, hey, Harriet, can you, like, get out of here, okay? This is bad for my reputation to have you hanging around me. I mean, a younger girl hanging around an older guy, yeah. And, of course, Harriet kisses him on the face, like, oh, it's good for my rep. So I'm going to play this clip. Hey, Jamie! Want to walk me home? <laughs> no, Harriet. Told you not to talk to me at school. <laughs> Us sixth graders don't talk to you fourth graders. It's bad for my reputation. Well, it's good for mine. Oh my gosh, it's belly. Jamie? How'd you know it was me? I recognize your belly button. Listen, I can't play basketball today. Why not? I told Stephanie I'd walk her home. A girl over basketball? Sure. What are you doing? Trying to find the hole where your brain's leaked out. (laughs) Hi, guys. What's happening? Nothing's happening, Phyllis. I got no one to play one-on-one with. I'll play with you, Jamie. Look, Phyllis, I don't hang out with girls. Oh, it's a girl? But if I did, you'd be my first choice. I thought that was a boy. I'm like, why are you calling a boy Phyllis? Don't take it personally, okay? (laughs) Okay. And don't take this personally. Girls, what a dumb sex they turned out to be. <laughs> I felt the same way about it when I was your age. What? You're only a month older than I am. Yeah. But what a month. <laughs> Someone hit puberty sooner than he did. So, of course, Reggie's like, hey, Jane, I'm out. Can't play the basketball. Can't play one-on-one. I'm walking home with Stephanie. I promised her. And Jamie's like, here, let me see. I thought he was, like, going to check for, like, cooties or something like that. Like, let me see. And Reggie's like, what are you doing? And Jamie's like, I'm trying to find the hole where your brain leaked out. And, of course, Jamie hasn't been bitten by the love bug yet. Puberty has not hit him. But it struck Reggie. Because Reggie's all like, you know, I used to not like girls when I was your age. And Jamie's like, you know you're, like, only a month older than I am? And, of course, Reggie just smiling, just grinning, like, yeah, and what a month it was. So this kid walks up to him wearing glasses and a ball cap. I mean, you can understand, if you watch the episodes, I believe they are on YouTube, at least the first season is. Maybe even the second. 
But I swear, I'm like, why is he calling that boy? I thought at first he was saying Philip, but then I'm like, why are you calling that boy Phyllis? And then I look closer, I'm like, oh, because it's a girl. Right, gotcha. Hence the tomboy, okay. When you cover all of her hair with a hat and throw some, I thought it was like, at first I'm like, oh, is that Warren? Did he like lose a bunch of weight? But no, it's a girl named Phyllis, hence the tomboy, who's got a thing for Jamie. So Phyllis offers to play with Jamie because she's like smacking a baseball into a glove. And she's like, I'll play one-on-one with you, Jamie. He's like, nah, that's okay, Phyllis. Thanks, though. I want to hang out with Reggie. You know, I want to have some guy time, some like real guy time. And, of course, here we go. Jamie is bitten by the love bug. Puberty has come early this year for him. Because he sees this girl, Jessica, and he is just, like, he's smitten. He is, like, bells, whistles, that goofy love theme that always plays when a character, like, sees the object of their desire. But what a month. Jamie. <laughs> Jamie? Huh? I thought girls were a waste of time. Yeah, and I could sure waste some time with her. <laughs> Who is she? Jessica something. She's new in school. Well, see you tomorrow. Hey, you jerks! Get back here and say you're sorry! Don't sit up. You okay? You think so. Well... At least there's one gentleman in this school. Thank you. Oh, what's your name? Uh. (laughs) Don't you know your name? It's on the tip of my tongue. It's Jamie. Jamie Lawson. See, I remember my last name, too. Congratulations. Oh, look at my leg. I already did. Of course. I mean, yeah, that's a bad bruise. Want a band-aid? Merci, monsieur. Here. Ew! Not to mention unsanitary. Right. <laughs> Let me help you. Ow! Sorry. I mean, really sorry. Really, really, really. Please, you're giving me a headache. Sorry. Okay, that was a bitch. Can I see you again? Only from a distance. Fuck off, ho. Dummy. You just blew a happy marriage. Apparently this girl Jessica is new in school. And of course she gets she's sitting on a bench. She gets up, two boys run past her from behind and knock her down. Jamie's out like, come back and apologize, you jerks. He's trying to help her out, and he's just like Just her attitude. You can tell this girl's already a bitch. She just... uh. So Jamie helps her up and she's like, Oh, thank you. At least there's one gentleman in this school. What's your name? And he's like... "Ah." And she's just looking like, You don't even know your own name. And he's like, It's on the tip of my tongue. It's Jamie Lawson. See, I remember my last name too. Of course, she's like rubbing the back of her leg. Oh, look at my leg. And Jamie's like, I already did. (laughs) And he's like, both of them. 
And of course, he's like, uh, I mean, that's a bad bruise. Okay, I don't think a bruise is gonna show up that fast. It's like, she just got knocked down. He's like, hey, you want a band-aid? And then she's throwing out some fucking Mercy Boku shit. And he's like, oh, here you go. So he takes one off his elbow. It's like, the fuck, Jamie? I mean, that's nice that you want to be considerate and helpful, but... And she's like, that's unsanitary. The hell? Oh, shit, that's nasty! Not to mention unsanitary. She's bending down, I don't know why. And Jamie's like, oh, let me help you. And they bump heads. And she, ah! But Jamie's pretty much failing at every turn. And it's... Sucks for him, but the girl's a bitch anyway. I wouldn't even waste my breath on her. She's like, please, you're giving me a headache. And he's like, oh, can I see you again? And she's like, only from a distance. So she walks away, and Jamie smacks himself in the head like, oh, you blew it. You almost, you ruined a happy, what would have been a happy marriage. Oh, Jamie, 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 buddy. We gotta get that self-confidence meter up. All right, let's go back to the homestead. We got Ted working on a computer in the living room. Um, Joan is going to show him probably something that she taught Vicky how to do. Ted? Uh. Notice anything different? Uh, no. But I bet the correct answer is yes. Your own robot gets a new pinafore and you don't even notice. Men. Men. <laughs> Vicky, model it for him the way that I showed you. <laughs> okay, that's uh, inappropriate for a child. Well, that's cute, honey, but personally, I'd like to see a little more neck. A little more neck? No! Oh, no. <laughs> Let's see Christy Brinkley do that. Yeah. Uh, it's enough with the E.T. impression, Vicky. Put your neck down. <laughs> So, apparently she got Vicky a new white pinafore to go over her red dress. I didn't even notice anything different. And, of course, Joan's like, Vicky, parade around like I showed you, like a supermodel kind of thing. And, of course, Ted's like, oh, you know, but it'd be nice with a little more neck. I think he was talking more to Joan. And, of course... Becky's like, a little more neck, and she raises her neck, and I'm just, this is a funny callback. Granted, it's like, what is it, like, four years out, but he's like, okay, Vicky, lower your neck, enough with the E.T. impression. I'm just like, oh, E.T., I love when he, like, raises his neck up. That was so cute. Oh, here we go, Mr. Lovebug, victim Jamie, and he is so smitten, he just... As he comes in and closes the door and just leans against it. Of course, you know, Joan's probably like, oh, looks like someone got bit by the love bug. I mean, love bug. Okay, they don't notice right away. They're like, oh, hey, how's it going? And he's just like, well, <laughs> cool. So she's like, oh, Jamie, what's wrong? Your son's in quote unquote love. Oh, she's like, oh, honey, are you sick? And she holds a hand up to the side of his face. And surprised, he's like, love sick. And Ted comes up and like, where does it hurt? Oh, she didn't say, my groin. <laughs> he's like, here in my heart. Ted's like, oh, heartburn? It's like, come on, you guys are not that dense. 
Jamie's like, Jessica started a whole forest fire. Yeah. Oh, let me get. Okay, okay. I bet. Ted's going, well, gee, Jamie, you're about that age. Now I think we should have that talk. <laughs> ah, they do use the term love buck. Well, Joan does. So, of course, Joan's like, well, Jamie, I didn't think you liked girls. Well, he's like 11. If anything, it's just a form of puppy love. But then again, shouldn't puppy love be something that should be equal between one person and another? Like, reciprocated feelings, maybe? And Jamie's like, Jessica's not a girl. She's a goddess. I thought he was going to, like, say, Jessica's not a girl. She's a woman. I'm going to play this clip. Ted? Uh, Notice anything different? Uh, no, but I bet the correct answer is yes. Your own robot gets a new pinafore and you don't even notice. Men. Men. <laughs> Model it for him the way that I showed you. <laughs> well, that's cute, honey, but personally I'd like to see a little more neck. A little more neck. Let's see Christy Brinkley do that. That's <laughs> uh, enough with the E.T. impression, Vicky. Put your neck down. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Jamie, what's wrong? Are you sick? Where does it hurt? Here. Heartburn? <laughs> Jessica started a whole forest fire. Uh-oh, I think our little boy has been bitten by the love bug. Love bug, I'll get the insect spray. No, no, Vicky, wait. This bite is usually fatal. Honey, I thought you didn't like girls. Jessica isn't a girl. She's a goddess. <laughs> Jessica. Jessica. Beautiful name, isn't it? Gives me goosebumps. <laughs> Everything about Jessica is beautiful. You should see her knee. Yeah. Her knee. She bruised it and I gave her my Band-Aid. This Band-Aid? This really does sound serious. Yeah. Yeah, you could say we sort of got a love-hate relationship. I love her and she hates me. What makes you say that, Jamie? I was trying so hard. I did everything wrong. She thinks I'm a total klutz. Oh, I'm sure it wasn't that bad. I even forgot my own name. It's that bad. <laughs> what do I do now? How can I make up for it and impress her? First, remember your name. Come on, Jamie. All you got to do is invite her to lunch and apologize. I mean, you can be very charming. I ought to know. You got it from me. <laughs> what if I make a special lunch and you ask Jessica to share it with you tomorrow? Would you like that? Oh, it's going to be great, Mom. But it's got to be real special. I'm thinking caviar. I'm thinking champagne. I'm thinking chicken salad. I'm thinking root beer. That's my second choice. I hope I don't mess up again. I wish I could be debonair like the guy in that movie last night. You know, Cary Grant. 
Cary Grant, Judy, Judy, Judy. <laughs> hey, maybe I can be like him. Terribly good to see you, Jess. You look positively radiant. Won't you join me for lunch? How's that, Vicky? You're a total klutz. <laughs> So, Jamie heads over to the couch, and he's saying, Jessica, Jessica, it's such a beautiful name. Doesn't it give you chills? <laughs> he talks about her knee, how great her knee is, and how he was going to give her his band-aid. It was so bad. Like, this girl is so beautiful. I even forgot my own name. I mean... It's a love-hate relationship. I mean, I love her, but she hates my guts, basically. I, mean, I can't, you know, he he likes the girl, but it's basically just a physical attraction for him. There's nothing good about this girl. She's a, you heard it, she's a snooty, prissy little, but he, you know, he's a kid, and, you know, this is like puppy love, you know, bit by the love bug. You're not going to be thinking straight. So Ted's like, hey, Jamie, look, just invite her to lunch, apologize, and then you're golden. And then, of course, you know, Ted, he's like, well, you kind of got it from me. Because I'm surprised Ted didn't call himself like the king of romance or something. But, of course, he tripped over the stairs. There's only like three steps. I don't even know if those qualify as stairs. But, of course, he tripped and fell backwards. He's like, well, Jamie, you can be really charming. I ought to know. You got it for me. And he starts to turn to go up those three steps. And, of course, he trips on his own self. So I like that Joan is going to do Jamie a solid here. Like, look, how about you? I'll make you lunch, a special lunch, and you can invite Jessica to have lunch with you. So Jamie's like, yeah, you know, I was thinking caviar and champagne. And Joan's like, well, uh, I was thinking more of keeping it legal and a chicken salad sandwich and root beer. Uh, I'm not a fan of chicken salad. Are you guys a fan of chicken salad? I just, mm, it's not a particular favorite. Egg salad sandwich, haven't had that in ages, but I love that when it's done right. I don't want like pickles or cut up relish in it or onions or any of that crap. But, um, but chicken salad and then a root beer, those don't go good together. What about like a like a turkey sandwich or a ham sandwich and like a root beer. I don't know. So Joan goes into the kitchen to start whipping up a little lunch for Jamie and his new squeeze. And he's like, Vicky, I really wish I could be kind of, you know, dashing and debonair. Like that guy in that movie I saw last night, you know, Cary Grant. And he starts doing an impression and Vicky also is doing an impression. It's like, Buddy, I mean, if this girl were even to like you, you know, she'd want you to be yourself. I get it. He's probably like, well, being myself didn't work. I was a total klutz and couldn't remember my name. It's like, because you were nervous. It's okay. We all go through it. I mean, if you guys have listened to what other, I think it was like Full House, maybe some other show I was covering, I mentioned about the whole thing with me. In seventh grade, a couple times with a couple boys I had crushes on, I like gave them like a note with my phone number on it and just say, "Hey, I, I think you're cool. Do you want to be friends or something?" And it just, 
I did that four times between seventh grade, eighth grade, and tenth grade, and it just I bombed each time. So, because um, I never had the courage to actually go up to the guy that I liked and tell him my feelings. But who among us hasn't been the victim of unrequited love? You know, especially when you're on the receiving, uh, not on the receiving end, but the fact that you like someone who clearly does not share your feelings. And it's kind of, in a way, Jamie is the, the one that feels, you know, has the puppy love feelings for her and she feels nothing because she's got a stone in her heart. Or a stone where her heart should be. Okay, so here we go with the tomato thing. This is how, I guess, that's going to start later is... Oh, no. My guess is there's going to be a mix-up in the bag. Because she gets a paper sack like, Oh, let's put a nice juicy tomato... I thought you were making chicken salad. Maybe this is how you make it. With a slice of lettuce and a nice juicy tomato, which apparently is rotten... Because she opens the bag and just like gets a whip of it. Like, oh, you throw that out. I swear, if you put that back in the fridge, Joan, I'm going to have less respect for you. All of them are spoiled? When did you buy them? So, yeah, it's the next morning. She's getting that all ready to go for Jamie. And, of course, he already had his breakfast. Now he's upstairs putting on some cologne so he can smell good. So Ted's all like, gosh, you know, I think it's just... Amazing how he's going overboard for a girl. Yeah, I remember when I did that. The girl's name was Barbara. Okay, um, speaking as a wife, luckily my husband never dated anybody. You know, when we were dating, he never dated anyone prior to us dating, which is awesome because that's kind of what I I wanted to be with someone who had never dated anyone before. But speaking as a wife, let's just say. He had dated someone before me. Do you really think your wife wants to hear about your past trysts and love interests? I I wouldn't. It's no different than you talking about the guys that you hooked up with in high school and college to your husband. Well, there's this one guy. Because no one wants to be compared. Granted, this was most likely a schoolyard crush for, for Ted, who was... You know, the bearer of uh, unreciprocated feelings. Like, and in Jamie's situation where he likes someone who doesn't like him back. So I'm going to play this clip. A nice, big, juicy slice of tomato. And then, oh, what a smell. Yuck. They're all spoiled. Forget the tomato. Forget the tomato. Morning, girls. Morning. Morning. Where's Jamie? Oh, he already had his breakfast, and then he went back up to his room to put on more cologne. (laughs) Honey, I think it's just great the way he's gone overboard about a girl all of a sudden. I did the same thing myself. Her name was Barbara. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, how old were you? I was in college. College? Yeah. Excuse me? I had to take a second job to pay for all the gifts and the steak dinners. Nothing was too good for Barbara. (laughs) You were going with me in college. The fuck? Who's Barbara? 
Are you cheating Barbara. on her? Did I say Barbara? Yeah. You said Barbara. Yep. Who asked you? You were seeing Barbara while you were taking me out and buying me hamburger while she was getting steak. Well, honey, you I see. Steak, yes. Ted. Uh, Joni, you see. Steak, Ted. They were cheap cuts. Men. You're learning, Vicky. Morning. I'd be pissed. So I thought this Barbara was someone like in the schoolyard when he was like in junior high or like maybe someone he took. He was dating this bitch in fucking college when he was fucking dating Joan. Probably knocked her up. That's why. Well, I'm sure he graduated college, but uh, she probably had to drop out because she got pregnant with Jamie. What a sleaze! Even Joe's like, wait the fuck? Seriously, college? So, while you were taking me out for a hamburger, you were giving this bitch some f- fucking steak? And he's like, well, I had to get a second job, just all the gifts, and nothing was good enough for it. It's like, oh my gosh, if we weren't married right now, I would ugh, kill you. <laughs> John has every right to be pissed. I'd be pissed. Granted, it was like 12 years ago, but still. So Jamie comes in, he's ready to go. He's just a big cloud of cologne just, you know, hovering over him like a cloud. It's like, gosh, I hope I don't get tongue-tied again. Oh, of course, she hands him the bag that she should have thrown in the trash. So now I get the Rotten Tomatoes, like... More than one rotten tomato. Joan, you didn't even finish making his damn sandwich. Poor boy's gonna starve. He can't live off rotten tomatoes to get him through the school day. Ew. So Joan's like, oh, I gotta get going. Come on, Vicky. And Ted's like, oh, honey, what about my breakfast? I'm like, you can get your own fucking cereal. You can make your own damn eggs and toast. You get nothing. Why don't you go call up Barbara, you dick? She's like, let Barbara make it. Yeah. <laughs> but before Jessica was dressed like a bumblebee, she was wearing a yellow and black. Now she's wearing um, tangerine orange. And how funny that every time we see her, she's a- sitting by herself. Well, there's a reason. No one wants to be near her. <sighs> he even brought some binocula spray into his mouth. Like, okay, in case she wants to... Uh, Play tonsil hockey, I'm ready. (laughs) And he's spraying it into his pit region. Gross. Dude, you're 11. You don't gotta worry about B.O. As long as you take a shower every night, you're golden. He was gonna, like, spray his ass, but no, he's just slipping it into his back pocket. If that nozzle breaks up and that thing, like, gets all over your back pocket, it's gonna look like you piss your pants. Goes over. Hi, Jessica. Remember me? How could I forget? Yeah. Well, I was wondering, would you like to share my lunch today? No, thanks. I have my own. Yeah, but this one's real special. I had it made especially for you. For moi? Stop no, just for you. Moi is invited. <laughs> <laughs> moi means me in French. Don't you know French? No, he's oh, sure. bitch. Joking. Say something to me in French. Say something? <laughs> You mean actual words? Of course, silly. Well, uh... La-di-da? I love the French fries. There we go. 
French. You lied to me, didn't you? Look, yeah. Girl, I guess I was just dumbass. trying to impress you. Pretty dumb, huh? Very dumb. <sighs> hey, there's something we have in common. We both think I'm dumb. <laughs> Jamie, you're very strange. But at least you make me laugh. I like to laugh. Hey, yeah, me too. Okay, I'll have lunch with you. Oh, great. This is real special. Oh, God. Ladies first. Thank you. Ew, what the fuck? What is this? It's a tomato, <laughs> bitch. rotten tomatoes? <laughs> you have a sick sense of humor, Jamie. I thought you were into Jessica, that. Jessica, this is a mistake. If you like to laugh, now would be a good time. You won't. You remember me? And she's like, how could I forget? And of course, he's like, hey, look, do you want to share lunch? And she's like, no, I brought my own. And he's like, but, but this one's really special. It was made just for you. And she's like, moi? And he's like, no, you, moi's not invited. And she's like, that's French. Speak French to me. And he's like, do you like the French fries or something like that? And she's like. Literally, she's not impressed. Like, you lied to me. Like, bitch! You don't know no French! Is that what hinders a relationship with you? Is someone who will speak French to you? I think she, her parents probably need to send her to one of those American French schools in France. Or Paris. Or whatever. Or maybe yeah, just send her to a damn private school. I'm surprised she hasn't gotten her ass kicked by other girls. I mean, I get why she's eating by herself. No one wants to be around that girl. She's a cloud of negativity. Oh, she's like, Jamie, you're a strange boy. And he, she's like, you're dumb. And he's like, yeah, I am dumb. We both agree I'm dumb. And she laughs at that. Like, oh, you're funny. You make me laugh. I like that. And then she's like, okay, I'll have your lunch. She puts her hand in like, oh, what is this? A rotten tomato? And she squeezes it right in his face, which I'm surprised his eyes aren't, like, burning. Granted, it's a tomato and not a jalapeno. Oh, my God. Can you imagine a jalapeno? His eyes would be burning. She shoves the thing in his face, his nose, and into his eyes. Just squeezes this big old tomato. She walks off, and Jamie's like, wow, now I know what it feels like to get dumped. Kid, you need to, like, not waste your time. This girl is not interested, and she's a bitch. Like, that's not French. You lied to me, didn't you? Like, no, he didn't. He never said he could speak French, bitch. He just said, okay, guys, I know. I gotta stop with calling her a bitch. But she is. She's just a mean. She's just mean. She's cruel. She's evil. Okay, now we get to where I originally thought the episode started from. I remember when I started, why I'm like, why is he rubbing himself with a towel, his face and neck and everything when there's nothing there? I just thought, originally I thought it was like, oh, he was like running or something and got sweaty. He's like wiping the sweat off the back of his neck or something. I don't know. But oh, love Dr. Reggie here is going to give Jamie a tip or two on uh, the ways of women. Or in their case, girls. What a way to start a relationship. Bringing the woman I love a bag of rotten tomatoes. What do I do now? I know what I'd do if I were you. What? I take a bath. You stink. <laughs> now 
can I get Jessica to accept my apology? Well, if you insist on making up with her, at least do it right. Don't go groveling. Why not? I'm good at groveling. <laughs> Trust me, you're talking to the master. I'm the original party animal. <laughs> I've got three girlfriends. Three? Sure. Why make one woman miserable? Well, you can make a lot of them happy. <laughs> okay, so what do I do? Just stay cool. Here, I'll show you. You walk up to Jessica like this, see? And you say, Hi, baby! <laughs> <laughs> it's your lucky day, because the man is back! <laughs> Just stay cool. That's the key word, cool. I would like cool. to see Jamie pull this off. <laughs> hey, there she is. Go get her, Tiger. Let's see how this cool. goes. Oh, she's sitting at a table. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, this is going to look horrible. Enough with the banaka. You're not going to be waking up with her. Hey, Ben. <laughs> your lucky day, because the man is back. <laughs> Tell him that Jessica is gone. No, wait, please. Why did you grab the I just butter? want to say something. Let me guess. You want to invite me to lunch tomorrow, and we're having rotten eggs. <laughs> I'll do anything if you'll just forgive me. I can't think of one reason why I should. Well, there are lots of reasons. Like, uh, if you don't, it'll spoil your party. A party for moi? Yes. Oh, I like that. Okay, Jamie, I forgive you. When's the party? Uh, Saturday night. That's tomorrow. It oh, is? Oh, crap. <laughs> I mean, right. Tomorrow night, 7 o'clock. I'll give you my address after class. I'll be there. See you. Oh, she actually touched his face. She patted my face. She's crazy about me. No. You're I just desperate. I guess my plan worked, huh? My plan worked. I groveled my way into her heart. <laughs> and get this, Reggie. She's going to be my date at the party I'm throwing her tomorrow night. You're no kidding? Party. Did I hear the word party? <laughs> I'm not doing anything tomorrow night. Well, you're still going to be doing it. <laughs> Phyllis, you said you hate parties. Yeah, but I still like to be invited. Okay, Phyllis, would you like to come to my party tomorrow night? Are you crazy? I hate parties. <laughs> So, yeah, Mr. Love Dr. Reggie here is saying, why make one girl miserable when I can make three girls happy? <laughs> um, my guess is um, the episode's going to end with him with no girls because they're all going to find out about each other. <laughs> yeah. I'm not doing the impression of Reggie because I, I, uh, I'm too embarrassed to. <laughs> Jamie, of course, tries it on Jessica, and she's like, well, Jessica is leaving, and Jamie, like, grabs her arm, like, no, wait, if you leave, um, you won't be able to come to the party I'm throwing for you, and she's like, oh my gosh, you're throwing a party for moi, and he's like, yeah, Saturday night, and she's like, great, that's tomorrow, he's like, oh, shit, <laughs> so he's like, yeah, seven o'clock. Like, oh my goodness. So, acting like Reggie clearly didn't work. But groveling and begging her, like, throwing a party in her honor. Oh my, boy. Uh, you deserve so much better. 
we get the girl Phyllis like, oh, did I hear you're having a party, Jamie? And Jamie's like, yeah, but you're not into parties. She's like, yeah, but I still would have wanted to be invited. And he's like, okay, you want to come? She's like, no, I hate parties. And walks away. It's like, here's what I think. I think that she's going to come anyway, but she's going to be, we're not going to recognize her because she's not going to have the glasses and a ball cap because she's going to be the typical tomboy turning into a girl in a dress. Kind of like the she's all that. I mean, granted, Rachel Lee Cook's character wasn't really a tomboy. She just kind of dressed in overalls all the time. So, but it's the classic she's all that scenario. That's what I think. Like I say, guys, you know, I don't watch these episodes ahead of time. I don't know what's going to happen. If you guys know what's going to happen, that's cool. But basically, if you don't, your guess is just as good as mine is, because I'm going to go with that. She touched his face. Oh, he she patted my cheek. Like, that doesn't mean anything. I mean, she feels sorry for you. Looks like Ted wants to make up for the whole Barbara remark, like cheating on Joan in college. Let me guess. Flowers. Ugh. Can you imagine if Barbara's name comes up in the bedroom? That would be horrible. I mean, I don't see Ted, like, saying Barbara's name when he orgasms. <laughs> Why am I getting into this? <laughs> but just, oh, now that that name is out there, it's like, I can't see her forgetting that anytime soon and just using that to her advantage. Oh, that's it, Vicky. You're going to have a green thumb to go with your pink plastic fingers. Hi, Annie. Where'd you get the flower? From Barbara? <laughs> yeah. No, not from Barbara, wise guy. I got it from this little old lady on the street corner. Oh, what what is oh, it? A small dress? for a mink coat. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh. What is it? Honey, it's just what I've always wanted. <laughs> what? Steaks. Oh, you want steaks? Oh, that's Filets, huh? The best steak Barbara ever got was rump. <laughs> Do I, uh, your do I get your lips now? Both of them. Really? <laughs> oh, no. Now you're doing it outside where the whole neighborhood can see. Oh Hi, Jamie. Kissing. How'd your lunch with Jessica go? So Great, if you like rotten tomatoes. Oh, shit. Oh, oh, I must have given you the wrong bag, honey. No, you didn't. Sorry. Well, you can make it up to me. Can I please have a party? What sort of party? To welcome Jessica to our school. You know, sometime in the future. When in the future? Tomorrow night. <laughs> It's really important. Jessica's gonna be my date. I want to show her that I wasn't raised on rotten tomatoes. Well, it's a little sudden, but it's okay with me if it's okay with Mom. Oh, sure. This is just the kind of challenge that we mothers thrive on. Besides, I owe you one. Great. Thanks, Mom. Oh, you're welcome, babe. Thanks, Dad. No problem. I better go make out my guest list. Yeah, uh, try to keep it down to 300 for a sit-down dinner. 300. Hey, honey, you know, a party could be good for Vicky, too. I mean, if I'm raising a robot to be like a real kid, it should mingle with real kids, right? She might even become a real party animal. Uh, <laughs> uh, 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 
Uh, Vicky, have, have you uh, finished watering all the flowers? Uh, but when? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so Vicky's helping Joan water the flowers in the what constitutes as their backyard. Ted comes in. He's got like a flower on his suit jacket. Of course, both Joan and Vicky are all like, oh, I bet you got that from Barbara. It turns out Ted actually did get Joan a wrapped gift. And she's like, oh, it's a little small to be a mink coat. <laughs> Do old ladies like mink coats? I mean, I, I would never want the fur of an animal as a gift to wear. Because it belongs on the animal. Oh, he bought her steak. And he's like, well... I only got Barbara, like, the worst cuts of steak, like, rump roast-style steak. Like, I doubt that's the case. First, they start making out Ted Joan, and Jamie's like, Oh, God, don't do this where everyone can see. Because everyone, I mean, you got the Brindles right next door probably peeping over the fence. And it turns out his lunch didn't go very well because... He had a bag full of rotten tomatoes. And Joan's like, oh no, I gave you the wrong lunch. Just like, well, not necessarily. You just didn't throw that in the trash like you should have. Because she was still working on his sandwich before he even got down there that morning. Yeah, it kind of is on Joan. But Jamie's like, well, you can make it up to me. Um, Can I have a party? And she's like, well, sure. And he's like, um, it's got to be this Saturday, though. So... Ted even thinks, like, hey, this is a good idea. If we want to raise Vicky like a human, what better way for her to learn children's the attributes of children than mingling with them? So, yeah, that sounds great. I mean, just the fact that he's doing all this for a girl who's not into him is just... Ugh. Sorry, but if I liked a, a guy who was not into me and just rejected me at every turn, I sure as hell am not throwing him a fucking party. But Jamie uses this as, oh, well, she's new at school, and I thought this would be a great way for us, the kids, to welcome her to the school. So that way he's like, I'm not just making it about, you know, me trying to impress her, even though that's what this is. He's kind of using her being new in town and the kids trying to welcome her. Everybody seems to be having a good time, especially me. <laughs> oh, no, no, you That's for the kids. I want a hot dog. <laughs> okay, but just one, you big ham. Hmm. You gotta give me a hand here first. Okay. You too, Vicky. Here's a hand. No! No, Vicky, don't walk it off. <laughs> walk this way, Vicky. Do I look okay? What have you got on? Some of my dad's cologne. Again? Called Rambo number one. Uh, <laughs> Hi, big fella. Why you is he's Morocco. But let's dance anyway. Get off Harriet. Me, Harriet. 
Jessica. Come on, Donnie. Oh, shit! She brought a date! Amy, I would like you to meet Donnie Beck. My date. Your date? Hey, kid. I knew you wouldn't mind if I brought someone, since I'm the guest of honor. Mind? Of course not. <laughs> Why would I mind? The more the merrier, I always say. Be merry, everybody. <laughs> Have fun. Live it up. Let the good times roll. Laugh. Have a ball. So we see Ten Joan over by the food and drink. Like, there's a big bowl with punch in it. There's some basic-looking hot dogs. They got nothing on them. Which, of course, they wouldn't because the kid's gonna put what they want to put on it. And he's like, I want a hot dog, Ted. Oh, my God. Joan's like, no, Ted, come with me into the kitchen. We can give the kids some privacy. Give me a hand. And Vicky's like, give you a hand. And luckily, Ted jumps like, Vicky, no, don't take your hand off. Of course... Jamie, this whole time, has been getting ready. Wanted to look good for Jessica. Ugh. He's wearing, like, Rambo 1 cologne. <laughs> I didn't know Rambo put out a cologne, but okay. And, of course, Jessica, the girl of honor, arrives. And guess what? She's got a date because, of course, she does. She's Jessica. Dude, this Donnie or whatever the hell his name is. Like, dude, oh, man, I feel bad. You must be desperate. You're going out with that bitch. Why the hell is Harriet there? They're not even in the same fucking grade. And she's like, dance with me, Jamie. It's like it's just like her pale white skin complexion to her red hair. It's just bleh. And she's like grabbing onto Jamie's arms, like, would you let me go? Fuck. Yeah, of course, imagine his surprise and shock when Jessica's there with a Date like she's like, oh I didn't think you'd mind since I am the guest of honor. <sighs> and Jamie, of course, trying to be a good sport, plays it off like, oh mind? Why would I mind? I mean, pff, everyone, have fun, be merry, laugh. And when he goes in the kitchen, he's like, oh that two timey little bitch. <laughs> like, dude, you didn't <sighs> Honey Beth, does someone just cough in the audience? Like, <clears throat> like <clears throat> bitch! <clears throat> Yeah, somebody just coughed right after she was like, Donnie Beck, my date. Jessica's, she looks like she's at least a grade higher than Jamie. Like, she's a seventh grader because we got old Donnie over here. He's like, hey, kid. I mean, he's not a, like a high school football player, but he's got to be at least 12. Little two-timing two-timer. Who? <laughs> oh. Jessica, my date brought her own date. Oh, no. She didn't know you were... Oh, no. How can I go back out there now? It's too embarrassing. Jamie, it'd be worse not to go. You've invited your friends here to have a good time. And as a good host, you owe it to them not to let them see what you're feeling. That's right. It'd be wrong to spoil the party for them. Well, I'll try. That's my boy. There'll be lots of other Jessicas in your life. No, I'm through with women. I'm going straight from grammar school to the monastery. <laughs> How's everybody doing? Having a good time? All right, get down. Let's keep those good times rolling. I bet it's the girl, Phyllis. Oh! Hi, Jamie. It's gorgeous. Hi. Do I know you? If I had a baseball cap on, you'd know me. Phyllis? <laughs> I wasn't going to come, but I changed my mind. <laughs> He changed a lot more than that. 
<laughs> My mother says I should wear it just once before I grow out of them. Do I look dumb? Gosh, no. I just never thought you could fill a dress like that. <laughs> Jamie, would you like to dance? No, Bye -bye, Jessica. <laughs> <laughs> Phyllis, would you like to dance? Sure. But I don't know how. Oh, it's easy. It's like one-on-one -on -one basketball, only no elbows to the stomach. <laughs> All right, get down. Oh, you look at that. Yeah, looks like Jamie's given up the monastery for the Playboy Club. <laughs> Mrs. Lawson, hmm? would you call to dance? Dance? <laughs> I'd be delighted, Reggie. Thank you. Where's his three girlfriends? you like to dance? No. Bug off, Harriet. <laughs> Let's get down. <laughs> I get Jamie's irritated. Like, that two-timing girl, my date brought her own date, which she didn't know that this was a date. You didn't tell her, and she probably wouldn't have come if you had mentioned that it was a date. But, I like how Joan and Ted kind of like, hey, look, you're the host. You owe it to your party goers to be out there with a smile on your face, regardless of what you're feeling inside. And Ted even says, like, buddy, there are going to be a lot of Jessicas in your lifetime, okay? So, suck it up. Go out there. Have a good time. I mean, pretend like it's not bothering you. And that's what he does. And, of course, there's a doorbell ring. And there's a beautiful girl in a dress with her hair down. And Jamie, of course, he doesn't recognize her because she normally wears glasses and has a baseball cap on. And he's like, Phyllis? And she's like, yeah, I figure you wouldn't recognize me <laughs> without a baseball cap on. So she's like, well, my mom wants me to wear a dress before I outgrow it. And it's sweet because, you know, he's with the one that he should be with, Phyllis. I'm not saying they have to date each other, but at least this is, well, and Phyllis is like, well, I don't know how to dance. Jessica actually comes up like, Jamie, you want to dance? And he's like, buzz off, Jessica. I'd be like, fuck off, Jessica. Go be with Donnie. Go make up with Donnie somewhere. And, yeah, and, and of course, <laughs> Phyllis is like, I, I don't know how to dance. And Jamie's like, oh, you know, it's kind of like basketball. Just you don't really touch each other and you don't elbow someone in the stomach. It's kind of like that. So it's cool. And I love Reggie. He goes up to Joan. It's like, Mrs. Lawson, would you care to dance? All like uh, Englishmen, proper Englishmen like. And she goes, of course, Reggie. And of course, Harriet comes over and is like, Mr. Lawson, would you like to dance? And um, Vicky's like, buzz off, Harriet. And Harriet just turns around and walks away. It's like, thanks, Vicky. Whew. And of course, Ted and Vicky do the old John Travolta thing. I'm staying alive. <laughs> and that's how the episode ends. I thought it was cute. I hate that we got to see this fucking Jessica like in other episodes. Like in season two and three and stuff. And it's least, I mean, three times in season three? Ugh. And that's how the episode ends. I thought it was cute. 
I didn't like Jessica. She pissed me off. And I don't know. I lost count of how many times I called her a bitch. But Phyllis is a sweetheart. I hope we... I gotta check. I wanna check. I wanna see if we see Phyllis again. I hope we see Phyllis again. She's a sweetie pie. Let's find out. And I wanna see who she's played by. Phyllis Erica Switzer. Um, 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 oh no, she's only in this episode. Oh, yeah, that's sad. She's a sweetheart. Her character was a sweetie. All right, let's see. Oh, let's see. Don Joey Tushnet played Donnie. Oh, oh, he was the paper boy. Oh my gosh, and better off dead, he was that paper boy. Two dollars! Oh, my two dollars! <laughs> that kid! Oh, God! Dang! What is imps? I don't know what that is. Alright, let's look and see what the next episode's gonna be for May. Oh, man. This is just a kick to the nads for poor old Ted. Season 1, episode 17, entitled Substitute Father. January 25th, 1986. Brandon steps in for Ted at Jamie's school picnic. Are you serious, Jamie? You picked the one person? Oh, man. That blows. And it looks like it's just pretty much the main cast. And then, of course, you have Harry and Brandon. So no Bonnie, thank the Lord, because I can't. Honestly, out of all of them, for me, most irritating to less, it's going to be Bonnie Brindle. Harriet Brindle, and then Brandon Brindle, because we barely see him. I mean, he's a pain in the ass, of course, but, yeah. So, alright. Um, lesson learned for this episode. I'm just gonna say, you know what? You're gonna find your Mr. or Mrs. Wright. Mr. and Miss Wright. Don't settle for someone who's gonna treat you like shit. Just because they got a pretty face doesn't mean they're going to be nice. You look for that inner beauty and you connect on that level. Get with someone you have at least have something in common with. Or someone you have fun with. Someone who not only makes you laugh, but doesn't laugh because you're embarrassing yourself. Or laughs because you are insulting yourself. Or something stupid like that, like Jessica was doing with Jamie. Be with someone that respects you. That's all I'm saying. And also, respect yourself. Jamie, I just, he was so desperate. He just went right into the puppy love mode with Jessica because she's a pretty face. He wasn't listening to the words that were were coming out of her mouth because they were like a sharp shards of glass. Aimed right for that boy's heart. So, all right, in May, we'll do Substitute Father, Season 1, Episode 27. I want to see how many episodes actually are on Season 1. There are, okay, there's 24, which is probably about the amount. Uh, there's also 24 in Season 2. 24, all of them pretty much have 24 episodes. Yep, 24 in each of them. So let me run down how uh, the rest of the season's going to go. We got 
As your substitute father, so June will have the robot nappers. A rival robotics firm suspects that Vicky is a robot, plans to steal her. Um, I'm not surprised that that hasn't come up yet. Uh, the company Takeover... Cutbacks at United Robotnik's, where Ted works, have the Lawson scrambling for odd jobs. Good old Lou. Ted is motivated to get the family into shape when an obese co-worker loses a record amount of weight. Like father, like son. Jamie tries out for peewee football. T- Didn't he just do this shit in, like, season one? We're in season one, but I swear he did this during the, um... Hold on a second. I got it here. Pull out this one. Let's see. Where is it? Um, I know. Uh, Jamie uses Vicky to do his homework to get on the honor roll. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Episode nine, he was playing football. So why is he... Unless he's trying out for the school team... Does it say that? It says peewee football. I don't know. I don't play football. Uh, Vaudeville Vicky. A vaudeville actor becomes convinced Vicky is his long lost daughter. What the fuck? What the hell? Are you shitting my ass? The real facts of life. Ooh, this will be a doozy. Jamie attempts to educate his dad in the ways of love. I think your dad kind of has a handle on that. That's why you exist, Jamie. And, of course, the season one finale is the grandparents. We get to meet Ted's grandparents. And, of course, he's got to break it to his father that Vicky is a robot. i got to start listening to um, these commentaries. i got to get on those. So, All right, everybody. I had fun with this episode. I'm looking forward to... The, uh, substitute father, oh my goodness gracious sake. That just irritates me. Jamie, seriously, why? Of all the men in the world, aside from your father, you go with your next door neighbor, Brandon Brindle, who, I don't know, do we learn in this episode that he's still Ted's boss? That's like a kick to the fucking nads for Ted. It's like he chose Brandon Brindle? Uh, all right, everybody. Have well, it's Friday, the seventeenth. So, oh, that's right, it is Friday. I think it was Thursday. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, that's why I put this calendar in front of me. I have one on the wall in the kitchen area, but I like having my Stranger Things one here. It's all from like footage from season three. I just, I like having it right there where I can actually physically really look, like, close up at the calendar dates. Because otherwise, I don't know what day it is, guys. Other than when I'm looking at my phone, it'll say it's Friday, April thir- or April 17th. But other than that, so, yeah. Yeah, I kind of looked at the episodes. It's pretty much going to take us to... I think I'm going to double up towards the end in November and just kind of end it, you know, season one in November. And um, that way we can start season two in January. And that'll most likely take us through um, 2021. And then we'll just kind of... I'll decide from there how we're going to do season three and four. So, all right, everybody. 
stay safe, stay, stay home, stay safe, stay positive. We will get through this. I promise we will get through this.